Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I've never been gone this long. I know what to do. Yeah, I, you know, I was in the chat. Most of you know I've been in. I was in the chat super early today, right away, chatting with most of you, most of you. And thank you so much to everybody. Oh, we missed you, Dan. I believe me, I missed you too. And I think one guy in the chat thought I was kind of like, you know, messing with you at all. Oh, come on, you were in Paris and London. You weren't interested to get back. No, no, I was. Come on, have I ever bullshitted you? If I was like, man, it was a great vacation. Wish I had a couple more days. It was great, but I didn't. I really miss you. Matter of fact, this show was so easy to put together. Did I not say that, guys, this morning? It should put together a show in five minutes because the whole time away, I was forwarding myself emails of stories I couldn't wait to talk to you about. And by the way, do I have the mother of all weekend updates for you? Loaded show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the mother of all weekend updates. I got the Epstein story. I got this story about this Harvard lady. It's a little bit of a different angle, though. Something going on with that that I'm not sure everybody knows. They're worried about something there. And I got a lot more. Big show today. Worrying about those upcoming credit card bills? Well, there's no better time than now to wipe out that debt. Set yourself up for a strong 2024. Interest rates have fallen, and my friends at American Financing can help you access that equity in your home at a fixed interest rate of 5.99%. Yeah, you heard that right. 5.99%. That's a much lower rate than the average 25% credit card rate. Think about how much you can save every month. American Financing is saving their customers an average of $700 a month. That's like an $8,000 raise to start the new year. It's a great company. They're closing in as fast as 10 days, even delaying two mortgage payments. So call today. You want the number? Of course you do. I'll give it to you. 888-994-7660. That's 888 994-7660, or you can visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's a .net, not a .com. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. APR for rates in the five started 7.081%. Call 1-888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Thanks, American Financing. We appreciate it. All right, Producer Joe. Let's go, Daddy-O. All right. Welcome back there, fearless leader. It's showtime, and uh, your crew's ready to go, bro. All set. Well, I was thinking of you because Joe and I have been together the longest. We have not taken a vacation this long, like, ever. Ever. So Joe's kind of an old school, like, leather jacket, jeans, and T-shirt musician guy, you know, from, like, the 40s and stuff. Like, Peaky Blinders style. So I was over in a park in Hyde Park in London. It was a little cold. I wasn't used to it. My kids were ice skating over there. And Joe, I bought this lid just for you. Now, if right. any, you now my wife loved it. I was only bought it because I was cold. I got the green because I want to go Mr. Bean old school. I was thinking a little Peaky Blinders too, but I really dig the hat. And someone on Locals this morning was like, Dan, you're going to wear your hat. And I totally forgot. Like if you're on Locals, you already knew because I was doing videos when I was gone over in Paris. So if you want to subscribe to my Locals account, go right to the top of Rumble. You'll see it's just following and Locals is next to it. Uh, You can follow us on Locals. And the reason I bring that up is because as of today, if everything goes all right with the tech, you can stay here for all, for three hours. You'll get an hour to podcast, two hours of the radio on Rumble. We're going to stay streaming. The last hour, though, of the radio show is only for local subscribers. So if you're a local subscriber, you don't have to do anything different. You get four hours. 
But if not, don't worry. You can still get two hours of the radio show. So you can see three hours of me on Rumble here. Hopefully, if the tech works, we've been working on it for a while. I only brought a couple things back. I bought this. I'm not a big souvenirs guy. And I bought this because I love Jesus Christ. I bought this in uh, Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame in, uh, in, in Paris. No, uh, actually in the Champagne region in Arms. I can't say it like the French say it. We went up to the Champagne region. Arms. They do this throat thing. It's Rames, I guess, in, in, in English. Arms. I, I'm not saying it wrong. But let me tell you something. That was part of my trip. We went up to the Champagne region um, because we wanted to sample the local fare, which included a lot of champagne. Because I don't know. I'm not a big. You can't call it champagne. It's champagne. It's sparkling wine. So we learned a lot about that. Spent some time over in London. Gee, if you would, some of the pictures. I'll get to that and we'll get to the material. Here's me and the lovely Paula, who I swear gets younger by the day. She is Paula Button the sister of Benjamin Button. I don't know what's going on. I got to stay in shape to stay with this hottie. Wait, go back. That's the Tower of London uh, before. Thank you, Guy. That was an awesome sight to see. Then the next picture is me and the crew. Those are my two daughters and the lovely Paulita again. Everybody was like making fun of my shoes in this pic, which is a little bit cut off to fit. I don't know why they were just- I noticed that, dude. What's not, up They with were that? just brown boots. I guess the color, I had a tint thing on. Yeah. So I guess the color- I don't. I guess they look a little shiny, but they're not. They're just brown boots. Everything. Like, what are you wearing? Gold boots? Yes, I'm wearing gold boots. It was so weird. They're just like brown boots. <laughs> this was like a big. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" Did Paula walk around London in heels? She's a trooper. No, we just went to dinner. I think that place is called Gauchos or something. It was amazing. The food in London was was sick. And then here's a picture. That is the greatest picture of all. Self praise things, but not because of me. So it's not self praise. The lovely Paulita. Well, I'm not even going to tell you how old she is because she looks 20. That is in the Eiffel Tower at one of the world's most famous restaurants, Jules Verne, in English, Jules Verne. And uh, it was like a seven-course meal. The food was amazing. I'm not a foodie, but the food was pretty good. And the, the waiter was nice to take a picture of me and Paula overlooking Paris. That is actually inside the Eiffel Tower. The trip was a banger. And my kids fell in love with the bread in Paris. At one point, the guy was cutting bread so much for my kids. His tricep. Look, you see, them, see my tricep? You get the flex in front. This guy's tricep must have been out to here. The trip was amazing, but it's good to be back. And uh, I love you all. And one more quick note. If you listen to us on radio later, we'll be simulcast in Dallas on 93.3 FM now. So that's pretty cool. So good to be back, folks. And one more thing. One more thing about the trip. Sorry, it's a long weekend up there. Well, if you follow me on Facebook, I posted some pictures on the trip. You, many of you caught it. Paula made a comment about um, about the, the London incident. She said, I had a great time on the trip, Dan. And so a lot of you saw the comment and said, Dan, what is the London incident? I'll have to leave that story for the adult version of the show. Let's just say it was quite the incident in London. An eerie silence over the studio. It's great. It's okay. Back to the show. So, folks, the biggest flag it ever now must be unflagged. Flag it. Flag. Unflag it. What did I tell you unflagged. about Bill Clinton? Someone in the chat said to me, "Dan, you're rarely wrong." Well, I'm wrong sometimes, but it is rare. Thankfully, I told you my source a long time ago. 
told me who was there that Bill Clinton is knee deep in this Jeffrey Epstein scandal. And looky here, look at what happened. New York Post won William Jefferson Clinton to be unmasked as John Doe 36 and identified more than 50 times in Jeffrey Epstein's document. Look at that. What a shocker. I've told you this story a thousand times. This is, there is a very, very serious national security issue here with Bill Clinton being involved with Epstein because you don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Did you catch what I just said? I don't want that to just casually, even with the hat on. Bean Gino, you like that? Let me put it to the side, a little peaky blender stuff. You like that? I'm telling you, there could be some national security problems here because, ladies and gentlemen, nobody knows how much material people have on Jeffrey Epstein. Who was videoed where, where those videos are. I was told by someone a long time ago, a very knowledgeable reporter, and it's not my information. I'm not hiding. I'm oh, you're hiding up for some foreign government. You're protecting. I'm not protecting anyone. I'm only telling you what I was told. That some governments around the world may have some material that's related to the Epstein thing. Bill Clinton was knee deep in this, man. I have a very, very good source. I've told you this story. Forgive me for repeating it if you're a P1, but some people are new here and never heard this. He was on the plane with Bill Clinton and Epstein on one of Epstein's planes when Bill Clinton was on the plane with some women who, according to my source, looked underage. Why was my source on the plane? Dan, you know people who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein? No, I don't. He was working. Right? It's unbelievable. The guy killed himself, and now nobody's going to know. My buddy was on the plane and was very uncomfortable. He didn't see anything directly, but there was like apparently some area in the back of the plane where everybody went to go, whatever, do their thing. My friend's not comfortable with it. They land and he's like to the guy who's running the show, if you know what I mean, I ain't going to be part of whatever's going on on this plane. And the guy who's running the whole thing says, well, you need to go home. Get off my plane. That's that's the Air Force One thing, too. It's kind of like a similar story. And he says, you need to go home. So they send him home. But he saw Clinton on the plane with Epstein in the little area with people he thought didn't look of age. I've told this story a thousand times and it's amazing how because it's the Dan Bongino show where we've been right about just about everything. Everyone in the media ignores it, even though this source is still out there. Anyone can talk to him. So the big question is, was Epstein, was Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein working for Intel sources? And who were they? Folks, if I knew, I would tell you. That angle did not come from my source. It came from a reporter I spoke spoke to a long time ago who did not tell me which one. I don't talk about things I don't know, period. I don't speculate on things I don't know. If I do, while speculating where it's appropriate, I'll tell you I'm speculating. Not on this. 
My point is that Epstein may be a bigger story than just Epstein and some perverted, disgusting filth bags who decided to have their way with, with young girls. The story's bigger than that. There is this, listen, man, this is really important you understand this. Running for office and working in the job I did before, there is a cabal of people out there. It's not, folks, it's not some X-Files. What is it? What is this? A cigarette smoking guy in a back room where they're all coordinating. That's not the way the deep state or the swamp, whatever the you want to call it is fine with me. That's not the way any of this works. It's a bunch of people who know each other. It's that simple. They trade in information and access. Those are two priceless commodities the everyday man doesn't have. Access and information. That is what they trade in. When I say access, I don't want to forget this because I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna, I don't want to lose this point. This is why Epstein was so important to them. Your son needs a job. You're Joe Smith, some connected congressman from East Tuna Fish. Where do you go? You go to an Epstein guy. Epstein is simply a matchmaker. He is a power matchmaker. He, he Epstein was a conduit to this, the, to the, it was, he was a conduit to the cabal. That's what made Epstein valuable to both intelligence services, if he was working for someone, and to other rich people. Ironically, one of the few people who caught on to this guy's game was Trump, who kicked him the F out of his club. And they trade in information. Here, just one, un, you think unrelated story, but it is related to this. Unusual whales, a great account. Breaking, I've just released a report on politicians trading in the stock market in 2023. Oh, look, like every year since 2020, U.S. politicians beat the market. Holy shit, how did that happen? Because people like Epstein trade in access to power I can do this for you because I know this guy. And they trade in information. Epstein, oh, I can get Congressman Joey Bag of Donuts a job with Goldman Sachs. Congressman Bag of Donuts, what do you know about that regulation on this firm that if it goes through is going to crush the stock price? Uh, I don't know, but winky, winky, nod, nod. Maybe it's going to happen next week. Holy shit. How do I sort the hell out of that? Folks, it's not a backroom deal. It's not a group of people in a circle jerk rubbing each other's backs and shit like that. When you work where I worked and you see what I see, you see it's not like that. It is a bunch of people who know each other through knowing other people who know each other. That's all it is. And they have access and information you will never have. That is why the Epstein case is such a BFD. This guy was the conduit. He was the ticket to the Titanic. The upper floors. Are there seats for first class? That was what Epstein did. Epstein was a bouncer to the bar everybody wanted to get into. And the question, and the only question, is who the F was on that line to get in the bar. And it ain't just Bill Clinton, man. I told you this story a long time ago. I, I'm not selling, listen, who cares? 
It's not a self-praise thing. Who gives a shit? I told you this story a long time ago. When Joe and I were doing the show with Paula in my Palm City house, I told you this story. And nobody picked it up. You were listening. You've been years ahead of this. Folks, this cabal of people, this inside baseball shit is real. They all know each other by knowing people who know each other, even if they've never met and they trade in information. I want you to watch this clip here. This is Klaus Schwab. This is what I'm talking about by this global cabal of people. They trade in access and info. Those are the two things people like you and I don't have. Yeah, I mean, I have access and information to conservative space, but I don't know these people. That's why you'll never get their VIP tours and all that other shit. Here's Klaus Schwab. This guy, everybody says, oh, damn, why do you always talk about Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum guy? The guy who runs the World Economic Forum. He doesn't have any power. He's not an elected premier, president, prime minister. He's not a dictator anywhere. Because, folks, he controls access to hundreds of thousands of powerful people in the World Economic Forum. He's nothing more than a bouncer in another bar, the equivalent of what Epstein did to another specific bar that people wanted to get into. They're gatekeepers. That's why this guy's so important. People need him for access and info. That's why this guy's so important. I want you to listen to this speech, how these people screw you over all the time, talking about how the world is going to look differently after the transition they're talking about. Klaus Schwab is one of these people that thinks they're going to decide how you live. This is why the Epstein story is so important. Gatekeepers like this guy. Listen to this. What we have to confront is a deep, systemic, and structural restructuring of our world. And this will take some time. And the world will look differently after we have gone through this transition process. Why are these guys always talking about a transition and the Great Reset and the world looking differently? That guy wrote a book. Joe, do you know the name of the book? He just, does anyone remember the name of the book? Wait, the book's called The Great Reset? Can you look that up, Guy? I'm not. Guy said, that's right. He wrote it. It's, I th- but we were, but we were told that was a conspiracy theory, The Great Reset. Why are these guys always talking about resetting, transitioning, and the world looking differently? Differently than what? The great, that's the book. The Great Reset. It's actually called The Great Reset. Why are they always talking about it? Folks, these stories are all tied together. Look, there it is. Oh, look, the author. Klaus, Klaus, you can even highlight stuff. I don't even know what these, oh my gosh, that's so incredible. The Great Reset. From what? The answer is it's the Great Reset away from freedom. Again, the Epstein story and the story of the Great Reset and the WEF and the cabal. These stories are all tied together. These people, the Schwabs, the Epsteins, They're nothing more than bouncers and bars everyone wants to get into because it symbolizes status and power being there. And the people on the line don't want you to see them on the line. They're like embarrassed. But when they get inside, they're so proud to be there. You know, folks, you know, I'm going to take a quick break, but I want to tell you just a quick thing. It ties to my trip. I was going to tell it later, but 
There's a reason they're embarrassed on the line. But when they get inside, they take selfies with each other. I'm going to explain that to you. I got a big show ahead, man. I got to, please don't go anywhere. I've been so excited. Look at that. I got goosebumps. Folks, Beam's Dream Powder. I love it. I Last night, I was, I was, uh, I'm, I'm still trying to, having a bit of a rough time sleeping. Obviously, you can tell last night I was out. I, I took my Beam Dream Powder. It's great stuff. It's poor sleep negatively impacting your life. You tried other sleep supplements with no success. Embrace the importance of a restful slumber like I had last night. Introduce yourself to an amazing product I love. It'll revolutionize your nighttime routine and it tastes freaking amazing. <laughs> it's Beam's Dream Powder, a hot cocoa for sleep that could transform your nights. If you know me, you know Dream's been a game changer for my sleep. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. They're science-backed hot cocoa for sleep, but no added sugar. Better sleep has never tasted better. Listen, other sleep aids cause that next day grousiness. A lot of them dream contains a powerful, all-natural blend. And I encourage you to look this stuff up. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin help you fall asleep like that. Stay asleep, wake up, refresh, feel great like I do today. Just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk. That's how I use it, milk, and enjoy before bedtime. If you want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder, get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. That's shop. B-E-A-M dot com slash Bongino and use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Thank you, Abin. So folks, why is the Epstein list? Why are they so eager to make this go away? Because the one thing about the rich and powerful, the cabal, the swamp, the deep state, the silly state, I don't give a shit what you call it. They can't have you know that society around the world is a two-tiered system, the haves and have-nots. They can't have you know that. Because once you figure out you're a have not, you're like, hey, how come they have that and I have not? This is the story of humankind. This is not a new Joe. You're a history guy. This is literally the story of humankind. It's the advent of Marxism. Every single, the French revolution, off with their heads, let them eat cake, whatever it was, which by the way, was not, it's kind of like a, a little bit of fake news, but let them eat cake. But you get the point. The Perones in Argentina. We were in Versailles taking a tour of the palace, which was amazing. Regular public tour. And our tour guide was amazing. And she was telling me that in the old Versailles palace, Louis XIV and the 15th and the 16th, that was the end of the Louis. Literally. Heads rolling. That they would have common commoners in the house, in Versailles, in the palace, walking around, watching them eat, watching them sleep. Why? Because they were so afraid of alienating the populace and having another revolution. France had a lot of revolution. That they would let them go in and like, like them make them believe they have access. That's what they're doing now. What the Versailles Paris myth, because you didn't have access to the king at all. You could just watch him. Is the same thing now. They're making you believe globally through this illusion that you actually have access to the same networks and bars they do. But you don't unless you know the bouncers, the Epsteins and the others. You don't have access. You have none of it. All you have is a vote. And if that goes away, you have nothing. They're trying to take everything from you, folks. Oh, Dan, this sounds like a real conspiratorial show. Does it? It's interesting that all I'm doing for you is what, fellas? Just playing clips of Klaus Schwab and others. I'm just playing you their own words. Dan, Klaus Schwab wants to transform society. He just said it. The transition, I, I, you think I'm making it up? 
Oh, you need more receipts? I always got them. Here's Christine Lagarde. She's the ECB president, a very powerful person in the finance space and in the global economy. Here she is talking about the new euro, central bank digital currency. You know the money that the government's going to issue and watch? A digital currency? What, are you going to have an app on your phone? Oh, yeah, you will. It's going to be the only currency in the future. But she says, don't worry. We're still going to keep cash. Good luck. Good luck. Listen to this. All European institutions will be involved to make sure that Europe is equipped with the currency of the future. Cash is here to stay. You will have all options, cash and digital cash. So what does it mean for you? For consumers, it would be free and easy to use everywhere in the euro area. All of that, of course, is subject to the legislative process. Cash or digital, the choice will be yours. Your euro, your choice. The last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. Do you know what? You guys know where I cut that, where I did? She's like, don't worry, folks. The government's going to control all the money, where you can spend it, who you can spend it with. But you'll still have cash, which is a little bit of freedom. But it's subject to what? You guys catch the last line? The legislative process. So you'll have cash until governments say you can't. Oh, okay. They're trying to take everything from you, man. Everything. Their great reset and great transformation is nothing more than the bouncer getting bigger and bigger and stronger to keep you out of the bar so that the bar has control of everybody staring at the line who can get in, where you spend your money, who you can vote for, information, social media access, censorship. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the newest form of Marxism out there. Information control. Jeffrey Epstein was powerful because he had two things you don't. Access and information. Whoever controls information in the future controls the world. That is a freaking fact. It is why AI scares the shit out of everyone in central, powerful governments around the world. I'm going to get to that in a second. Hold that thought. I want you to listen to our good friend. I actually never met her, but she's wonderful. Eva V. Can never pronounce her last name correctly, so I'm going to call her Eva V. She's awesome. She's talking about here. How these governments will do anything to take away your freedom, your ability to spend your money, how you can get online, and they're going to use everything to do it. A water crisis, cow, cow farting, anything, a climate crisis, anything they can to take away your freedom because they don't want you to have access or information. Gepstein. Take a look. The digital identity is not just a passport that you will have on an, on your iPhone in a digital form. It entails just about everything the government would like to know about you. And yesterday in the Dutch media, we saw a perfect example of what it could entail in the near future. We had the CEO of one of the largest Dutch banks say, why don't we start with a personal carbon credit? Oh, a carbon wallet, she called it, actually. Yeah. So right in line with the plans that the World Economic Forum people have for us. And she said it in a way that was particularly funny. She said, well, 
if everyone gets an individual personal carbon credit, why don't we make it so that rich people who, for example, want to go on holiday a little too often mm -hmm. can buy personal carbon credit from other people who, for example, can't afford buying plane tickets or eating meat too often? So she's great. Wonderful. The Great Reset shit, this stuff is all real. I'm just playing to you their own words, man. What does that Great Reset future looks lo look like? It's a future with no access and no information for you, the smellies and the deplorables. Central bank digital currencies. The government's going to control all your money digitally on some app on your phone or some microchip. Meaning what? It can take it away like that. It can tell you you can't spend your digital currency in a gun store. It, you can do whatever you want in a gun store. You just can't spend money there. The hell are you going to do? Barter for it? What are you going to trade chickens for a firearm? Digital IDs. That's what Eva was talking about. A digital ID. What, what, what's the value in a digital ID? Digital ID. The government knows everything. How quickly do you think it's going to be before they mandate digital IDs in bars and restaurants and everywhere else? All of a sudden, it has a, it has a literal footprint. Well, figurative footprint, I hate that word. Figurative footprint of ever a literal footprint, be an actual footprint, of where you went. Joe's like, forget looking at porn. Not that anybody does that. Forget buying drugs or anything else. Not that anybody does that either, criminals. Also, she's talking about a carbon wallet. What does that mean, a carbon wallet? Well, with a central bank digital currency and a digital ID... They're going to know you spent your money on an airline trying to travel to France and London. Hey, that airline, does that spew CO2? Uh, well, Dan, uh, I don't think, you know, you should be out there spending all your money on spewing CO2. So if you pay us this carbon tax, we'll allow you to take that trip. This is the future, man. They talk about this shit all the time. Access and information. Access and information. That's what Epstein had. And you don't. I'm going to talk to you next. Don't go anywhere. Take a quick break about how artificial intelligence freaks them the out because they're terrified that maybe they can control your money and control you through a digital ID. But if AI tells the truth, they won't be able to control the information. They can't have the truth man out there at all. You can't handle the truth. You know where that's from. Quick break right back to the show. Resolving to eat healthier this year? It was easy. Actually doing it? Not so easy. Folks, listen, it's a new year. I hope you watched my special with Gary Brecka, by the way, about all those uh, people loved it, about all the life hacks. My biggest life hack, I kid you not, is Field of Greens. Field of Greens, I, I've known these guys at Brickhouse Nutrition for the longest time. They were mine and Joe's first sponsor. This is a super healthy fruit and vegetable powder. It tastes delicious. I absolutely swear by it. I cannot say enough about the product. Yes, they're a sponsor, folks. It doesn't even matter. At your next checkup, your doctor could notice your improved health or your money back on Field of Greens. Do your vitamins or green drinks promise better health? Probably not. Field of Greens does. Each super fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was doctor selected for a specific health benefit. I absolutely swear by this stuff. I would show you my blood work if it didn't have my personal information on it. You'll see what I mean. I'm going to be 50 this year. I just turned 49. Folks, look, if you resolve to get healthier in 2024, it starts, period, with Field of Greens. Everybody knows fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthier lifestyle. 
I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. All I ask is you go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today. I like wild berry. Gee likes the lemon lime. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick it up today. And our last sponsor before we get back to the show, MyPillow. Hey, Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees would like to thank you for all your support this past year. You know, they have a lot more than just pillows. A big fan of the slippers, by the way. Put them on at night, kind of go tranquilo. They have hundreds of products on sale right now. Huge sales. No better time to check out their website because Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering amazing deals on all MyPillow products. You can get 60% off their new Goose Down comforters and 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, $90 off the My Slippers for the entire family. They are super comfortable. Roll and go anywhere. My pillows. I took mine on the road, me on the trip for just $9.99. And don't forget the mattress toppers for as low as $99.99 and so much more. Just go to the radio podcast specials at mypillow.com and use our promo code Dan or call 800 637 4982 right now. Pick up their amazing products. Once again, go to the radio podcast specials at mypillow.com, promo code Dan or call 800 637 4982. Man, we're at 100,000 already. How the hell are we at 100? This is crazy. We're, only, we're not even halfway done. I love you all so much. You guys are so amazing. I'm back from vacation. I was a little worried. Gee, weren't we? We were with the whole crew guy. Guys, we're not worried. We're like, are they all going to come back? I mean, now your back's only a half hour in. We got 100,000 people. That's why I love you so much. The, I pound my heart, but I can't because my elbows don't work. I love you guys so much, man. Let me all choke up. Peaky blinders hat time, man. Wait. You know, Tommy, you watch that show? Just because we got 100,000. I love that show, man. Says that's, he's, Cillian Murphy plays, I think. Back to the show. Access and information. That's why everybody's freaked out about Epstein. He is a bouncer. Cabal deep state swamp members are nothing more than bouncers to bar. So you can't get in. That's how people meet each other and get jobs and money and stock tips and everything else. It's why these people beat the market and you don't. Information is a commodity, brothers and sisters. The government controls it. Oh, Dan, come on. You think people out there have been brainwashed by the government? Oh, I'll prove it to you. How many people out there in the Democrat Party, not Democratic, because there's nothing Democratic about it. How many people in the Democrat Party believe Trump and Vladimir Putin cut a deal to steal the 2016 election? Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you millions of people in the United States believe in an absolute fairy tale. How many people in the United States walk around with a surgical mask on their face when the science is absolutely dispositive that it does less than zero to stop the prevention of COVID? You're going to tell me right now information isn't warfare? You're on the wrong show. You might as well tune out now. How many people believe the evidence shows that Remember that study, that what liberals believe, that's all bullshit? One of them was uh, police are hunting down unarmed black men in the streets all over the United States. They think the number, what was the number, Guy? They think like thousands of unarmed black men are shot at you by cops. What was the number like? Yes, yes. Thank you, Guy. Guy the study showed, Guy got it right. Liberals believe that more black men are killed by cops who are unarmed that are killed in car accidents. It's not even close. You're not even in the ballpark. You're telling me information is in warfare? That's why AI scares the shit out of a man. Because if artificial intelligence actually works, 
all of these liberals are going to go to Grok or ChatGPT and say, how many black men were unarmed and killed by police? And it's going to say nine. And they're going to be like, wait, I've been lied to. Or they're going to say, Grok, did Donald Trump collude with Vladimir Putin to steal the 2016 election? And it's going to tell the story of the Hillary Clinton thing. It freaks them out, man. They're going to call you instantly. Everybody's a racist. Everybody's going to be instantly. That is why they're freaked out, man. They can't allow the truth. Narratives only. I love this guy. This guy, Peter St. Ange. I want you to listen to this clip. It's a good one. About a minute. He goes on a lot longer. You should check this guy out. He's got a really good show. He's talking about exactly this. How the Biden administration is freaking out that AI is going to tell liberals the truth. That masks don't work. Black men aren't being hunted by the thousands by cops. Donald Trump didn't collude with Vladimir Putin. That's why Biden don't want this thing out there uncontrolled. Listen to every second of this. Check this out. Joe Biden and his minions want to seize and weaponize artificial intelligence. Not just to censor speech that is so 2023 but to seize control of trillions of investment dollars and steer them towards whatever crony revolution he's vote-buying this week. A few days ago, Treasury Secretary Yellen gave a speech announcing she would be making control of AI a top priority for 2024, using so-called financial system vulnerabilities as the excuse. Namely, alleged racial bias in lending and so-called model risk, where investors all pile into the same asset like lemmings. This comes on the heels of Joe Biden's executive order, which mandated a whole-of-government seizure of AI, again, allegedly for security, privacy, and diversity, but in reality, to turn AI into a tool for government control and propaganda while selling any commercialization to the highest bidder. Now you see why Guy said that? Here's what they're going to do. You see the game? Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, another bouncer in a bar you need access to, which is the U.S. taxpayer treasury fisc. It's going to say, no, no, we can't allow AI in this bar that'll tell people the truth about what we're up to. So what is it? It's definitely racist. If AI gives you an answer, it says police aren't hunting down unarmed black men. They're going to say that's 100 percent racist. We need to regulate this shit. You see where they're going with this? See, China picked up on this a long time ago, too, this AI thing. Look at this article by Daily Mail. Nick White, FBI fears China is stealing AI technology to ramp up spying and steal personal information to build terrifying dossiers on millions of Americans. The longest titles ever at the Daily Mail. That's the whole article. China is going to have this artificial intelligence. See, they don't care. They're mercenary. And they're going to build a file on everyone they can get their hands on in the United States and anywhere else. Why? Why would you want to file on little old Dan Bongino or anyone else? They want to find out your medical vulnerabilities. Is there something they can blackmail you with? Folks, China's going to kick our ass using this AI while we're busy censoring AI in the United States to make sure the American people don't know the truth. By the way, while AI is quietly figuring out how to wipe us all out when it becomes self-conscious. But it becomes self-aware. This is what worries me. Here's this modernity blog. 
CBS News reporter makes a dark prediction of a black swan event 2024. It's Catherine Herridge, by the way, one of the few reporters I actually trust. If there's a black swan event 2024, I think the biggest possible uh, assailants here in this black swan event are going to be AI or the Chinese Communist Party invading Taiwan. If it happens in 2024, it's going to change the entire electoral landscape. I'm really worried about what's going to happen with AI. But here's the good news. It's uh, Wednesday, it's Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. I'm back. Absolutely loving being on the air. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to get dead because I don't like getting dead. By the way, we got some new shirts coming soon. Do you see, by the way, you all, you've raised $100,000 for charity with the shirts. Store.bongino.com if you want to pick them up. 100000 we gave to Folds of Honor on the air. That was thanks to you. But I don't want to get dead. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. See, look at this guy. So I didn't even ask him. Anything. Nice job. Don't get dead. China's trying to kill us. Note of optimism, though. For as much as they're trying to kill our military, kill our law enforcement, develop files on all of us, both the U.S. and China. Ladies and gentlemen, when I came back to the United States, I was only gone for 10 days. I hadn't traveled and I haven't been out of the United States since Vietnam a few years ago. I got to tell you, I met a few people and uh, I had a long conversation with a friend of mine in the military. And he's like, Dan, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, Biden and his team are lefty jerkwads. They're trying to destroy the military with this DEI stuff. But he said, I, I'm going to tell you, man, our guys are still warriors. And at least for the time being, they are still ready to fight. And it's interesting. About a half an hour later, I'm putting the show together. I love you all in our military. Hey, if you were in the military in the chat, Put a little why for yes, please. I want everybody to recognize you in the chat room, man. I wasn't serious. Because our freedoms are exclusively due to your protection. Countries would have invaded us a long time ago and stole everything. It wasn't for you badasses out there risking your asses for us every day. I thank the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. And I mean it for our military members. God bless you all. Exceptional. Look at this guy. Randy, look at you all. Thank you. So I don't want you guys and ladies out there to forget that although our military, look at all these people, they all deserve our recognition. Thank you, man. I love you guys and women out there. These guys are still badasses. Don't mistake military leadership and a Biden team with them. If you attack us, we are still going to F you up bad. You know, David Bilavia, he's a hero. I mean a real hero, a Medal of Honor winner. Read his story. This guy's got balls of steel. And believe me, this guy's no liberal. He gave a speech. I'm going to play about a minute of it. He's right. Don't mess with us, man. Our men and women in the military will still kick the shit out of you if push comes to shove. And we won't think twice about doing it. Take a look. And the threats to our nations, they don't sleep. They're watching our every move. Iran, Russia, China, North Korea, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. They may be watching this right now. Our military should not be mistaken for a cable news gabfest show. We don't care what you look like. We don't care who you voted for. Who you worship, what you worship, who you love. It doesn't matter if your dad left you millions when he died or if he knew who your father was. We have been honed into a machine of lethal moving parts that you would be wise to avoid if you know what's good for you. 
We will not be intimidated. We will not back down. We've seen war. We don't want war. But if you want war with the United States of America, there's one thing I can promise you, so help me God. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Someone else will raise your sons and daughters. I don't repeat that or play that as a fake tough guy. I'm not. And I know David doesn't mean it that way either. He means it because it's true. I had a friend of mine when I was an agent. He was um, attached to a recon unit in the Marines. He was a tow missile operator. He saw some serious combat time in Gulf War I. And although he never talked about it, one day over a drink, he told me the story of taking out a group of Iraqis. They were in a tank, and because the tank wasn't moving fast enough, they jumped out, tried to get in a truck, which he hit with his tow missile, obliterating them on sight. And he said, all I could keep thinking about was this guy's kids, the ones I just killed. We're never going to see him again. So I say to any foreign government around the world listening to our show right now, don't make your guys go out in the desert like that because we'll do it. And we've done it before. But thank you again, all our heroes in the military. Because it's people obsessed with this die. They call it diversity, equity, and inclusion. I call it diversity, inclusion, and equity because the acronym, more appropriately, is DIE, which we will all do if they keep this shit up. But ladies and gentlemen, things are changing. I've asked you before, is it bad enough yet? And the answer is no, but it sure as shit's getting there because what happened with the lady at Harvard, who, by the way, only resigned the presidency, she still works at Harvard, make no mistake, but make no mistake at all, this was a major victory for what? Conservatives? No. No? What do you mean no? This was a victory for sanity. The president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, if you missed the story, had to resign. They did it probably over this weekend to keep the PR to a minimum because it's a news, a bad news week. It's the holidays. This is a major victory for sanity. You've seen this now over and over. You've seen it with Disney. You saw it with Target. You saw it with, with, with Claudine Gay. The conservatives are figuring out in this culture war they brought upon us with this die ideology, how to fight back and most importantly, how to win. The fact that a woman who could not roundly say that it was against Harvard policy to call for genocide of, 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 of uh, the Israeli state and Jewish people and the fact that she was caught apparently plagiarizing in multiple locations. The fact that it took this long to fire her shows you how hard these people are going to be to root out the insane from sane America. But it's happening. And they'll never give up, ladies and gentlemen. But the charges of, Joe, we do this a lot. You've been in radio a long time. I'm only 49, but I've been around a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, 20, 30 years ago, Credible charges of you being a racist made against you, Joe, career killer on radio, correct? You're done, bro. You're done. Ladies and gentlemen, they've done it so much. It's their comeback to everything. AI, Claudine Gay, everything's racist. It nobody cares anymore. 
Here's Ibram Kendi, the guy who didn't even know what racism was. Remember when they asked him? It's a racisty, racist, racist thing. Here he is about the firing of the Harvard president who could not say that Harvard had a policy against calling for the genocide of Jews. Racist mobs won't stop until they topple all black people from positions of power and influence. This is so hilariously dumb. We're not reinforcing the structure of racism. Claudine Gay was the last one to resign. The white lady from what UPenn resigned first. What these racist mobs are doing should be obvious to any reporter who cares about the truth as opposed to conflicts and cliques. They'll never stop. Ladies and gentlemen, the bad news, they'll never stop. The good news, nobody gives a shit anymore about their bullshit racism charges. They've thrown it out there so often, nobody cares. And by the way, big hat tip. Big hat tip to Christopher Rufo, who was one of the lead people charging and keeping this story in the headlines. Good job. Here's how embarrassing and humiliating this story was for the left with a clearly unqualified person being defended by the left despite the fact that she was credibly accused of plagiarizing and publicly testified that it genocide calls depended on action. What, like actual genocide? You had to go and kill millions before they would condemn it? The left is done, folks. Stick a fork in them. You are witnessing right now the beginning of the end of the die movement. Mark my words on this. Is it bad enough yet? No, but it's, I said, the beginning of the end, not the end. You are witnessing the beginning of the end. Here is the Associated Press absolutely humiliating itself. This is a real tweet. Harvard president's resignation highlights the new conservative weapon against colleges. Plagiarism? Plagiarism's a conservative weapon against colleges? Because I thought plagiarism was a weapon against academic rigor. That's what I, that's what I thought, that's what I thought it was. Call me crazy, fellas, but I thought stealing other people's academic work was, was unethical and immoral because of the simple fact that it's not your work. I'm, Joe says I'm crazy. Joe's like, dude, come on. It's a conservative weapon, man. Get with the freaking program. This is the Associated Press, bro. These people are finished. Nobody takes these assholes seriously anymore. Here's Politico, otherwise known as Bullshitico. Nightly reports on the right's coordinated campaign that helped engineer the departure of the head of the most influential university in the world. This is the worst Republicans pounce I've ever seen. This is the new left, ladies and gentlemen. That Claudine Gay shouldn't have stepped down only because a bunch of conservative people pointed out sanity and the truth that the lady couldn't condemn genocide and was credibly accused of plagiarism. That information's no good because we said it. What did I tell you about Epstein? He was powerful because he had two things. Access and information. The left is not upset that Claudine Gay resigned, that Harvard president. They are upset because the information came from gatekeepers they did not approve of, conservatives like Rufo and others. That's why. They don't control it anymore. Of course, here's Claudine Gay's statement. 
where she notes that she's the victim here. Personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus, which of course are abhorrent and I condemn, period. Period. But she's the victim? Claudine Gay is the victim here? Notice how on the left, again, everything is always going to be about race because it's a powerful bludgeon they've used forever. And they are having an extinction burst of behavior because they're realizing it's not working anymore. Racism charges did not save Claudine Gay, folks. There's my receipt. I'm backing it up with facts. They tried it. Don't call for her resignation. She's a black woman. I'll call you a racist. And nobody gave a shit. Why? Because they knew it wasn't true. Because they knew they weren't calling for her resignation because she was black. They were calling for it because she was incompetent. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Now, I said to you in the beginning of the show that there's a bigger story here many of you are missing. I mean, it's kind of, it sounded kind of like a dick thing to say. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean missing her, but this is what I do. I have to like, There's a bigger story a couple of people have kind of tuned me into. Folks, a lot of these DIE hires, diversity, inclusion, equity, die hires, who are completely incompetent. It has nothing to do with their race. It has everything to do with getting people in there to fit a narrative in an information war. A lot of these people were not vetted. Folks, the left is freaking out about this plagiarism crisis right now. Because Claudine Gay is not the only one. Oh, Joe. 11.53, January 3rd. Flag that sucker right now. Flag it. Folks in the chat, you heard it here first. She ain't the only one. You watch when they start looking into some of these other die hires, how much you're going to find. It's not like, you know, people in power have been accused of plagiarism. For- oh, look at this CBS News report by Connie Chung from years ago. Check this out. Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden today faces a controversy. Three weeks ago at a debate at the Iowa State Fair, he used phrases identical to those delivered by British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock. Biden seemed to be claiming Kinnock's vision and life as his own. Why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience? is the first in her family to ever go to college. Wave Glennis, the first woman in her family in a thousand generations to be able to get the university. My ancestors who worked in the coal mines in northeast Pennsylvania and come up after 12 hours and play football. Eight hours underground and then come up and play football. It's because they didn't have a platform upon which to stand. There was no platform upon which they could stand. The notion that every thought or notion or idea you'd have to go back and find and attribute to someone, I think is, quite frankly, uh, ludicrous. The problem here is that Senator Biden told his audience he'd just been thinking about these things, and he failed to give any credit at all to his famous British speechwriter. You know, I was thinking on the way over here. (laughs) Now, that's a little too much, because, as you point out, what's behind the words? What's there? And a lot of people, the rap on Biden has always been that it's just a surface. I should have said... To paraphrase Neil Kinnock, it's the only time I didn't in all the times I've ever used it. But CBS News found a tape of a second instance. It reappeared in the New York Times with a new charge. 
that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure. It cannot measure the health of our children. The health of our children. The quality of our education. The quality of their education. The joy of their play. For the joy of their play. Why was the Jeffrey Epstein story such a kick in the balls for them? Because he had access and information and control of it. You see what happens when you lose control of information like the Harvard die people did and the culture warriors on the left? The truth comes out that a lot of these people in the swamp and the cabal, like the president of Harvard and Joe Biden, are completely unqualified buffoons. There are two reasons why this Claudine Gay Harvard story freaks people out. And you're not hearing about this in the media. I'm telling you here. Number one, they tried the racism thing. Don't you dare talk about it. We'll call you a racist. And everybody gave them the middle finger. It's not working. And number two, she's not the only one, bro. There are tons of liberal die hires out there who are going to be caught up in this same thing once people start figuring out how deep the tentacles of this plagiarism scandal go. That's why the Associated Press and others wanted to shut this shit down. Folks, man, it's so good to be back. Like I said, I love you all. Uh, stay tuned. Hopefully, if all the tech works, we're going to flow right over into the radio show. We've been working on it for a while. So a lot of you can stay tuned. And again, subscribe to the locals and you can get all four hours. What's that? It's a new video, so it'll start soon on the Rumble channel. If you want to watch the radio show live and uh, it should be kick-ass, so we'll see what happens. I'll see you back here in a few minutes. going to go wash my face, take care of business, get this crazy makeup off. I love you. I missed you so much. Join us for the live chat every single day. 11 a.m. Eastern time, rumble.com slash Bongino. Be sure to download the Rumble app. 111,000. You all the best. See you in a few minutes. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.